Hello everyone, thank you so much for coming back to the Desert Wealth Management YouTube channel as well as the Financial Wealth and Health podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, a financial advisor at Desert Wealth Management, and it's my mission to help Gen Z and millennial professionals work toward financial freedom. I believe that one of the biggest ways that you could work towards financial freedom is by focusing on financial health. I truly believe that in order to become financially wealthy and financially free, you need to be financially healthy first. Let's grow our financial wealth and health together. In today's podcast episode and YouTube video, we're going to be talking about five end-of-year tasks for Gen Z and millennial professionals. For those of you listening on the podcast, hello everyone, and for those of you watching on YouTube, I have a whole list of notes right here in front of me on my laptop that I cannot wait to share with you. So I'm going to be sharing with you an overview of the five main tasks, and then we'll be diving into each one a little bit more. So number one, contribute to your Roth IRA. Number two, contribute up to the matching amount of your 401k, 403b, or any other employer-sponsored plan you're participating in. Number three, contribute to an HSA if you have a high deductible health plan. Number four, create a savings calendar and budget system. And number five, set up your automatic saving and investment contributions. Let's dive in. All right, so for number one, I think a lot of you listening know this, but setting up a Roth IRA is so important and so beneficial. For tax year 2022, people under the age of 50 can contribute up to $6,000 a year to their Roth IRA as long as they meet the income limits. If you're wanting to learn more about the income limits, take a look at the IRS website to learn more. But the beautiful thing about a Roth IRA is you put the money in after tax. What that means is that you don't get to deduct the amount that you put in from your taxable income. However, as that money grows and it's invested, when you take the money out when you're 59 and a half or older than that, you could take the money out tax-free. So any money that grew off that original contribution, you could take out and you don't have to pay taxes on it. You have to make sure that the account is open for five years before you do that. But if you start now in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, you'll be meeting that goal when you take it out after your 59 and a half. There's a couple other ways that you could take money out of a Roth IRA. We won't touch on it today, but I think it's an amazing retirement tool to use to help you save money and then be able to take out that money tax-free down the road. All right, number two, contribute up to the matching amount of your employer-sponsored plan. Now, a lot of companies offer employer-sponsored plans. Even small businesses can offer it too. And I think it's a great way to save for retirement because oftentimes your employer matches how much you put in. They can match up to 100% or 50%. And I'm going to be putting an example here on the screen to kind of explain how matching works because sometimes it can be a little confusing. So this article, this excerpt is from is personalcapital.com and it's one of their finance blogs and they describe the employer-sponsored plans matching as either partial matching or full matching. So let's look down at full matching. A lot of companies do this and when a lot of people think, oh my employer is matching, they think usually of full matching. So as this article says, with a dollar for dollar match, your employer will put in the same amount of money you do up to a certain amount. An example of dollar for dollar is up to 4% of your salary. In this case, if you put in 4%, they put in 4%. If you put in 2%, they put in 2%. But if you put in 6%, they still only put in 4% because that's their max. All right, that is full matching. Let's take a look at what partial matching is. This one's a little more confusing, so that's why I wanted to talk about it today. 
So a partial match means that your employer will match part of the money you put into your 401k up to a certain amount. A common partial match provided by employers is 50% of what you contribute up to 6% of your salary. So what this means in practical terms is that if you earn $80,000 per year, your contributions that will be eligible for matching are 6% of your salary, or $4,800 in this case. But since your company only offers a 50% partial match, they will match half of the $4,800, or $2,400. To get the maximum amount of the 401k match, you have to put in 6%. So you can see here how it's a little confusing when we verbally say it, but I think reading it on the screen and seeing the dollar amounts helps a lot. So I encourage you, if you're not currently putting money into your employer-sponsored plan and they do have a match, take a look into it, call your human resources department to get that set up. And then if you do have room in your budget, put up the amount of money that you can to get the full match from your employer. And so if you're trying to figure out, okay, I have extra money in my budget this year, what should I change up? consider increasing the amount you're putting in your employer-sponsored plan to match the amount that the, your employer agrees to match. Okay, number three, contribute to an HSA. So if you're single, for year 2022, you could put in $3,650 into your HSA. Well, what is HSA, you may ask? It's a health savings account. The beauty of it is if you have a high deductible health plan, you could put money into an HSA. One of the best ways I like to explain the benefits of an HSA is it has a triple tax benefit. How that works is your contributions that you put in reduce your taxable income. So if you put in $500, your taxable income is reduced by $500. That's the first tax win. The second tax advantage has to do with if the HSA is an investment account. So a lot of times you could have investments in your HSA accounts so that the money could grow. And the tax benefit occurs when it comes to investments because all of that earnings growth grows tax-free, which is awesome. And then the third tax benefit is the qualified withdrawals when it's used on medical expenses are also tax-free. How amazing is that? There's three tax benefits of the HSA. And the beautiful thing is, even if you're under a certain age, as long as the money is used for medical expenses, it's tax-free. How awesome. Another piece of information about the HSA that I want to share is that it rolls over year to year. There are some plans, one known as the FSA, the Flexible Savings Account, where if you don't use the amount in the account in the given year, you lose the money. However, with an HSA, it rolls over year to year. So even if this year you don't need to pay off medical expenses with your HSA, it could roll over to next year, which is so helpful, especially as you get older, a lot of times healthcare costs go up. Another point I wanna talk about getting older. So you could even use the money you save for non-medical expenses after age 65 without any penalties. The taxes will apply to this, but there will be no penalties. So that's also a, a really unique part about as you get older with this plan. What you could also pay for some Medicare costs with an HSA as well. So it's a great plan to start when you're young because you get some of the tax benefits now when you're young, and it could also help you down the road as you grow older. All right, number four. This is one of my favorites, and it's create a savings calendar. I'm gonna be sharing my screen and showing you a sample client. She's a fictitious client named Sophie Wright, and I dive into her financial life, and we'll have a couple other upcoming episodes and videos explaining some of her financial plan. 
But if you do want to work with me in financial planning, I create a specific savings calendar just for you, and it'll look probably pretty similar to the one that I made for Sophie. So over here, Sophie Wright, yes, she's a fictional client, but she's age 23. She makes a salary of $60,000 before taxes and everything else taken out, and she lives with a roommate. And so that's where she's at in life. She has some goals to save for a down payment on a home, as well as saving for retirement and saving for a fun Europe trip. So I want to give you a sneak peek into her life and what her savings calendar looks like. But first, I want to dive into her budget. What does her budget look like, and how does she know how much she has left over to save or spend each month? Well, let's take a look at her monthly income. After we look at her take-home pay, everything taken out, she takes home about $4,000 a month. And then after taking a look at her fixed expenses, that include items such as rent, utilities, phone, car payment, groceries, internet, gas, all of the basic necessities she needs to live, it costs her about $2,820. Now you may be looking at this and think, wow, I spend way less than that, or oh my gosh, I spend way more than that. Here it's not really about the numbers, it's more about the system, so keep that in mind. And then over here we have four different rows. The first one is the remaining amount she has each month left over. So after you take her income minus her basic fixed expenses, she has about $1,180 left over each month to save or spend. And then we have her savings goals here, which we'll dive into in a little bit. And then from there, she gets to figure out how much she could spend monthly and weekly on fun, what I say, guilt-free spending amounts. Now, once again, you may be looking at this amount and think that's not that much to spend. But you may be looking at it and think, oh, wow, it's nice that she could spend that much and not have to worry. So putting your savings goal into your budget can really help you understand, okay, how much can I actually spend on fun items and know that it's okay to do so. That takes a lot of the stress and the worry off your shoulders. All right, so the second part of the spreadsheets looks at those individual savings goals and it does auto-populate right in here in her budget. So on here we have her saving for a down payment goal, her retirement savings goal, and then her Europe trip goal. This is the beautiful part about a savings calendar. It populates it all nicely and neatly for you to stay on top of your goals. And then over here on the very last part of this Excel spreadsheet is we have her budget broken down on those fun expenses. So how much she wants to spend eating out each month on any different subscriptions that she has, shopping on just fun items, clothes, miscellaneous, self-care. If she wants to get her nails done or if she wants to get a massage or whatever, she has room in her budget for self-care. And even looking at all these buckets, she still has a little left over in her fun money account for some margin. And so we can see the impact of a savings calendar and how it can really direct your budget. And so as the end of the year comes around, have one of your main tasks and goals to create a savings calendar. And if you want some guidance in creating your savings calendar, please feel free to schedule a free complimentary phone call with me. It's at the link in the description box and the show notes below. I would love to work with you on this project. All right, the fifth and final year-end task I encourage Gen Z and millennial professionals to work on, and that's to set up automatic savings and investment contributions. So once you set up that savings calendar and figure out how much you want to save for all your goals, it's important to set those up automatically so you don't have to think about dragging money from different buckets and different accounts. You could just set it up automatically, and that helps so much. And having a plan to help you figure out how to effectively save and how much to effectively put away is so important. So like I said, once again, if you want to set up some automatic savings and investment contributions and want some guidance, please reach out to me. 
So thank you all so much for tuning in to this podcast episode and YouTube video. It was fun to research and I hope that it was both entertaining and educational for you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and let's keep on getting financially wealthy and healthy together.